This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on Location, featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us here on Grassroots Marketing here on CannabisRadio.com. So thanks for all of you to join us for this episode. Really interesting what we have going on today. Going on a few thousand miles away from me, but a nice short ride into... uh, the gaming capital of the world, where it is a balmy 52 degrees this morning. As I record with our guest, he is the CEO of Round Meadow Holdings, and he is the founder of a brand new award show and trade show event called the Bud Tender Awards. I'm here with Keith Allen. Keith, thanks for joining us here on Cannabis Radio. Hey, thanks so much for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, my pleasure. So let's talk about the Bud Tender Awards. It's the first annual inaugural event which aims to educate and entertain the public as well as dispensary owners, their employees, and other cannabis industry professionals on the rapidly growing medical and recreational industry as well as to entertain visitors with panels and parties. So it's going to be a the award show accompanied with a large, uh, which is going to have a major event. You'll have green carpet arrivals leading up to an after party. So a real great event going on there. And most importantly, uh, you're going to be holding it at the MGM's Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino. So first of all, Keith, let me go ahead and ask you about the awards show itself. Now, 
Anyone can nominate a bud tender in any of nine categories. That's creativity, social acceptance, community, personality, medicinal, overall knowledge, CBD, concentrates, and edibles. And once the nominations have closed, it's up to the awards team and industry experts that are going to choose the top five nominees in each category who will go on to win their category. And that's going on, that's going to be going on uh, on the 11th or the 12th. Well, the award show itself is on the 12th. The event, is, the event is the 11th and 12th with the Expo in Education. Excellent. Now, in this set, I want to know about the initial process, why you decided there needed to be a Bud Tenders Awards uh, event to recognize Bud Tenders on such a large scale, and how you determined the criteria that was going to be judged upon. Well, that's a great question. So <clears throat> a little bit of background on the event is that when we were – Working on the marketing side of cannabis, we, we became very close with a lot of the frontline employees, the people that were working in the shops, the bud tenders. And we noticed that there were some people that really stood out as just great ambassadors for the industry, if you will. I mean, people that were more than just, how do I say this, selling weed. You know, like these were people that had such intense knowledge in, about the different, uh, not forget the products for a second, but the people that really understood the effects. And I became fascinated with how they got their knowledge. Where were they getting it from? Were they, you know, was it just the brands feeding you things to regurgitate or was it something that you were looking into personally? And uh, it was uh, more, more times than not the latter. People were looking into <clears throat> the science of cannabis and becoming connoisseurs. I mean, it was almost like going to a restaurant and having a sommelier tell you about the wine. I mean, yeah, sure. A certain, a certain amount of that comes from knowledge of, of, of uh, what's being given to you by the brands and the products. But the other part of it is just understanding the space really well, right? So right. we said, hey, let's come up with uh, an award show for these categories that gives us the ability to highlight some of the different characteristics and traits that we're seeing in some of these bud tenders that we're interfacing with. And uh, it just kind of took on the life of its own from there. Fantastic. Now, Again, we're talking about there's 45 finalists, but this now is the really important part, that you had more than 11,000 nominations. Now, talk to me when you were first putting this together about the response that you got, and give me a little more background about this awards team, the industry experts that you're bringing on, that's determining who's worthy of being a finalist, let alone a winner of an award. Right. Well, I mean, to take on the, the last thing you just said, we, we worked with a variety of different experts in the field, the people that are dispensary owners, uh, people from major publications and magazines, um, people that uh, are in distribution, people that really, I think, are a great cross-section of what represents the market as it was before legalization and what it has become uh, with legalization. I mean, you, you know, not to digress, but you have people that are coming into the industry from other industries and now I'm one of those people, and I, I have a, a great fondness, obviously, for cannabis, but uh, understanding the CPG markets and understanding what moves markets and with, you know, with uh, dealing with consumers. And it's like there's, you, you've got all these different hybrids of people that we were able to uh, congregate with and uh, people that were able to throw their opinions around on what qualified someone to win an award. So we were excited to have a, a great cross-section of what, what we feel represents a a true snapshot of the entire market in cannabis. So uh, those are some of our industry experts and leaders that we paneled with. And there was over 20 of them. Um, when it comes to the nominations and the bud tenders themselves, uh, the categories that we, that we put them into were again, an aggregate of what we had noticed uh, was most relevant. For example, concentrates, tinctures, terpenes, 
um, and you know everything outside of even just flour, CBD. And then we had just the all around feel good ambassador award, which is uh, if you've ever seen <clears throat> on CNN, they, at the end of the year, they have the CNN heroes. Right. These are people that are just doing good things in their community. And we wanted to make sure that we really acknowledge people that were uh, good stewards, if you will, representatives of the cannabis community who were helping to shift the paradigm of how uh, people see cannabis. And I mean, one of our one of our panelists, one of our speakers, rather, on Saturday, uh, Brant Pinvidic, <clears throat> who's going to be having a panel of amazing speakers with him. I mean, Brant comes from the entertainment industry. And you look at a guy like Brant Pinvidic, who ran a, a company called Three Ball, and they produced the show The Biggest Loser, and he created the show Bar Rescue with John Taffer and you know, and Darren Reed, like these are all guys that come from entertainment. And his whole point was, he goes, look, he goes, he goes, look at alcohol, you know, with alcohol, you've got this really great Americana story, right? You know, from prohibition and driving around the old Ford trucks and <laughs> making it happen to, to like football games and family and Thanksgiving and going to Napa Valley with your sweater and your sneakers. Like it's just this really great narrative of alcohol has built this incredible love affair with America. You know, and, and what you don't see in that story is mothers against drunk driving and people, how many people die every every year from, from alcohol-related uh, car accidents. And he's like, what about cannabis? What's our story? Reefer madness? It's like, it's crazy. It's like, there needs to be a new narrative on the story of cannabis because well, you've got people like, I mean, you know, you, you've got just amazing stories of cannabis that are just healing people and helping people. And in fact, one of his panelists is Alan Shackelford, who... Uh, with the doctor on CNN's uh, Sanjay Gupta talking with Charlotte, you know, he was the Charlotte's web. He's, he's the guy that helped uh, discover the effects of CBD on, on children with epilepsy. It's like, we have amazing talent coming to our event as speakers talking about the real effects of cannabis, not just smoking weed. So that's fascinating. You're, I got to unpack a couple of things with that. First of all, the fact that in this industry for the last, you know, for a number, almost a decade or more than a decade, I'm sure, you know, we've had the cannabis cup that's been out there that really uh, recognizes cultivators and growers and those that are able to craft in the great plant. But I can right. totally validate why you would want those that are in the dispensaries that are also, they have to be very well-rounded and knowledgeable on every plant that's out there and every kind of thing that's being put in their dispensary so they can be a well-rounded resource and offer exceptional customer service, which you can't find exceptional customer service in any other industry right now, more or less with cannabis. And that's the idea. And also what's interesting, I'll just put a little side note. I do a little podcast called the broadcasters podcast, not on cannabis radio, it's a standalone, but if you know, if you look forward, just do a search. I'm actually trying to go ahead and book Brant Pavidic on for an episode. I got a chance to go ahead and speak with him. So I'm trying to make that happen. So I'll make sure <laughs> to drop so your cool. name in the middle of that. Huh? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> now that's a good about, friend too on top of it all. Oh, it's fantastic. I can't wait to go and talk to him. Now, Let's talk more about the overarching event because that, and then again, is also very newsworthy. Let's talk about this. Now, it's the event's actually going to expect to draw more than 2,000 people. It's being billed as, quote, the first ever cannabis event on an MGM property, as well as the first mm -hmm. ever CBD sales distribution and sampling event. That's going to be at the Mandalay Bay, October 11th and 12th. So as you hear this episode right now, you should be in Vegas. If not, if you're on the West Coast, you can make a quick flight to Vegas. Book your flight now. Get over there. Get to the Buttender Awards and make sure to check it out. Now, the importance of – now, we've had shows in Vegas. Now, we, we know MJ Biz does that show, and there's a number of shows that have mm -hmm. done themselves in Vegas. Legalization is now, you know, is, is the norm in Vegas, which is great. But there's other things that I'm going to talk about in a minute 
that made it possible. But before I ask you about that, talk to me about the importance of being able to be, when you say MGM property, it's one of the major hotel owners on the strip of everybody out there. And you're putting it at such a high profile place. Talk to me about the importance of being able to do it at that venue. Sure. Um, <clears throat> listen, I will, I will tell you, this is for me personally, probably one of the, uh, I don't know how do I say this. It's, it's one of the biggest feats we've been able to accomplish with this uh, in developing this event. I mean, look, there's a lot of events out there and, and I think they're, they have their place and they're great. And I, I've been to a lot of these kickback events and, um, you know, uh, small to big and everything in between MJ business is a great example. I mean, look, this year they're going to have 30 plus thousand something people at MJ, but they still have the same rules that we have to apply, which is that there's no THC on property. Um, you go to the MJ BizCon, no one's passing out flour. There's no THC allowed. Um, so it's, it's really an opportunity for brands to talk about and focus on, um, the business aspects of, uh, of not only their own personal, their own brands, but how the industry is, you know, uh, coming together to, you know, continue growing into the future. So with us, MGM was a really good, uh, partner because we knew that we didn't want to be the bud tender awards, dude, bro. Like we didn't want to be right. an event where it was like, yeah, it's a bunch of people smoking weed. And it's like, I mean, look, everybody can do that in, in a variety of different places outside of this event or a part of the event somewhere else off the property. I, I mean, you know, what, what, it's up to them. But the MGM factor is a big thing for me because this is one of the most reputable casino organizations in the world. I mean, look, with, with, with regards to our event, it has become clear, especially over the past few weeks, that we have, we have made history. This is the first cannabis event on in the MGM property ever. Moreover, this is the first cannabis event at any Las Vegas Strip Casino ever. So yeah. that's big. Then you tie in the whole Farm Bill Act, and you know we we had a long a lot of discussions after we signed our contract with them with their attorneys, and they were willing to allow us to do what is federally legal, which is to sell, sample, and distribute hemp-based CBD products. And right, let me just of, make mention of that for everybody. So you're going to be hosting yeah. the show. Only hemp products will be available for sampling, but most of the bud tenders and dispensaries participating at the event will also provide cannabis and much of the conversations and networking will center on that and not hemp. Is that correct? Well, right. Hemp-based CBD um, is uh, hemp, hemp and hemp-based CBD products uh, are allowed to be sold uh, as long as you have a Las Vegas uh, reseller license right. sampled. Um, irrespective of the license for sale uh, and distributed. People can take orders for it. I mean, all of the things that would be legal under any other trade show where, say, you're selling a dental product. I mean, if you want to sell your dental product over the counter right there at the, you know, in Nevada, you have to have a reseller license to sell something, you know, for cash in hand, cash and carry. Uh, in this instance, we found that a lot of our exhibitors are going to be sampling their products uh, or handing out samples rather um, for people to take with them. And it's again, hemp based CBD. I need to be Correct. really clear about that. And let me, let me tell you why too, because there was an article published last week, um, with casino.org, uh, not to plug someone else, but I have to tell you, we, we've sent them a cease and desist and we we're quite upset about it because they were basically tainting the well by saying we had said we were passing out marijuana samples, which couldn't be further from the truth. We wouldn't do that. We're not allowed to do that. And we are very in step with MGM properties because we have a great relationship with MGM. And we plan on having our event here next year, the year after, and 
hopefully many years after that. I, I do appreciate this relationship because MGM gives us a lot of credibility. When I say us, let me underscore the word us. It's the cannabis industry. Right. It's not me. It's not the Bud Tender Awards. It's not <clears throat> my group or our exhibitors. It's very clearly shifting, like we talked about earlier with Brant Pinvidic, shifting the narrative on how cannabis is viewed by mainstream America. Grassroots Marketing will return after we generate traffic to our generous sponsors. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. We're back with more motivating marijuana monetization insights on grassroots marketing, only on CannabisRadio.com. When I did some research for leading up to this uh, interview, uh, I didn't go to that article. I went to Las Vegas Review Journal that I thought did a very good job of giving you yeah. the opportunity to speak on the event. And most importantly, I want you to take a couple of quotes that you made in that article that you're being very sure. conscientious about following the rules and acknowledge the effects attitudes work cannabis will change in the years ahead industry should be ready for that you quote we want to certainly follow all the rules and regulations to give us a platform for this year's event to be able to do what we feel works because we know there's going to be a year two and year three major brands already discussing their bomb with year two we see this as an ongoing event we can do every year in las vegas we have a great relationship in mgm now let's talk about what's very important about this which this i mean what happens is this show is the catalyst to break open what can be done in Vegas because of this that people might not be aware of. This right. was made possible, and this is in the Las Vegas Review Journal article about the event, 
because of the Las Vegas Gaming Policy Committee passing a resolution in March 2018, where committee members unanimously, unanimously approved the allowance of conferences. Beforehand, conferences were only held at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Now that it can be also now staged in resort convention area, so on the Strip. The resolution says, quote, the committee recommends permitting licensees to host conventions, trade shows, or similar conferences that may be related to marijuana, but whose focus is primarily on networking between participants, exchange of knowledge related to the trade, and other trade or educational activities that do not facilitate the actual possession or consumption of marijuana on a licensed property in violation of Nevada or U.S. law. So that, you're in within the parameters, you're allowed to make this event, now you have the opening to create this event and have it hosted at the event. Um, talk to me about what, what kind of parameters did you have to set up to make sure that everything stays up to snuff? I mean, what, what will you have to do to make sure that um, everybody can abide by what's being allowed by the resorts? Well, there's the, the responsibility that we had, which was requested of us and we had already uh, planned on doing, um, which was distributing a letter to our exhibitors and to our attendees, notifying them of the rules that you just outlined, essentially, or the, yeah. the core, the spirit of the message you just outlined, which was that there's no consumption allowed um, on property. And uh, quite honestly, anybody who is uh, caught selling, distributing, sampling uh, THC products will be removed from the property. So we let everybody know that we took that responsibility serious and uh, we've sent out a couple of letters. And uh, since the gaming commission got involved um, as recently as last week, after that casino.org article where they, you know, had misrepresented our event, um, uh, it sort of turned up the heat, if you will, on the stove. And so we've had to send out an additional letter prior to the event. Now, as we speak right now at this very moment downstairs, I'm at the Mandalay Bay right now, yep. uh, downstairs in the conference room, they're setting up and people are moving in exhibitors are moving in. And we know that, uh, I mean, listen, we, we, we know that there's a lot of very high level people from MGM and the gaming board that will be, uh, walking the trade show floor tomorrow yeah. to check it all out. So, um, look, we've done everything we can to prepare for an amazing event to make, have a, success, a successful event. Um, and we, we hope that, uh, the people that we've invited to our event will, will be, uh, will be compliant with that so we can make sure that we have, more years to come because i mean if you think about the progress of cannabis and where we're all headed with this there's no question this is not going away we know that we have an amazing new this is this is personally really interesting to me because it's like look this isn't really a new industry is it i mean it's been around for thousands of years and especially in america i mean just take the just take a block of the last hundred years right yeah i mean cannabis is is had a really interesting sort of redheaded stepchild moment with america for the past year where it's very loved but is is taboo and you know that sort of stimulates probably further commerce in the black market but the reality is, is that everything is moving towards a full legalization um declassified decriminalized uh in 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 the federal government sometime probably in the next few years and as that begins to happen, you're going to start to see that all of these things will have been looked at as the trailblazing moments for how that happened. As long as people don't screw it up, you know, and, and events like ours take great caution not to just be good at two shoes and follow the rules, but to make sure that we're actually following the rules for the right reason. I mean, everything I do in business always has that question at the end of it, which is what's my outcome? What am I looking to accomplish here? Yeah. Those are really simple questions you can ask yourself just about anything in life. And in this one, the outcome I think we all seek is to make sure that we help cannabis grow into 
the fruitful industry it, it deserves to become. Fantastic. Now, once again, we're going to have the event going on. That's going to be October 11th and 12th, the Budgetary Awards. And, of course, the event, a trade show is going to be going along with that. And, by the way, just to let you know that the event will be, again, 45 finalists from over 700 publicly named candidates. Mm-hmm. How's that differentiate from nominations? I'm, I'm just uh, trying to figure that out. <laughs> Oh, sure. Well, I think there's a little confusion there. We had uh, over uh, 800 nominations with uh, 12, over 12,000 votes. Um, the, the website itself actually had uh, over 80,000 impressions on it in just oh. in the last few weeks. So it's, uh, it's, we've had a lot of bud tenders from around the country um, that were nominated um, that have had a lot of people voting for them from the public forum. Think of it like uh, like American Idol, right? Like people can yeah. call in and vote for their favorites. And that's kind okay. of, you know, that's, that's how we have to look at this. But uh, yeah, in these different categories, it was really special to see that a lot of these bud tenders, and this was a heartwarming experience for me and my team because every day we would see these posts on Instagram. And um, if you haven't seen our Instagram page, it's, it's our primary source of communication with the space. And uh, it's simply bud tender awards. But the, the Instagram page, we just get lit up every time we put a post out with all the bud tenders sending their own kind of custom videos. They put together their own memes and graphics and um, vote for me. And it's like, it was just, it was really cool to watch that happen. You really saw the spirit of these bud tenders come out. Also, we've had people send us really just unbelievable messages privately through DM saying, hey, you know, like, this is so amazing what you guys are doing. And um, uh, thank you for acknowledging this space. And, but I also have to, let's be controversial for a second. Sure. I've also got the other people that have hit us up on Instagram and going, dude, I don't go to Trader Joe's and nominate the produce department for serving me lettuce. Like, it's like, it's a joke, like to these guys. And it's, listen, I, it doesn't make me mad to see those comments. In fact, I laughed my ass off when I heard it. Or hopefully I can say that. I, I, yeah. I, I, I found it, it to be pretty funny because I thought like, okay, you know, in my smart ass world, like in my own personality, maybe yeah. that's a comment I would have made. But, you know, it's like words matter to people because the reality is, is that there is such a distinct difference between serving someone lettuce and serving people a product that can make their face melt off if they eat or smoke too much of it. These are serious recommendations. And here's the thing. If you're not a 420 stoner from back in the day who wakes and bakes every day, or maybe even someone who just fully understands the plant and what you like and you know what you like, and that's the connoisseur elements of cannabis, right? But here's the thing. If you're someone, the most of the people that are growing this industry, that are making this industry profitable, right, that are creating the opportunities for people like me and you to have an award show or have a radio show, the people that are driving that force are everyday consumers who now feel comfortable going into a shop that looks like a Neiman Marcus or a Nordstrom's or even just, you know, a local shop that isn't as fancy, but you feel good because you like the people who are there. It's giving people the opportunity to go try and try new things and stimulate new brands, new products, and new offerings. And that is industrial growth. That's yeah. commercialism. That, that's what grows an industry. So why anybody would have an issue with that, 
at the end of the day, I find that hard to believe anybody who really cares about this industry would really uh, would be there to put it down in that regard. And by the way, it's not just the trade show. It's not just the award show. You're actually having education as well. A couple of yeah. well-selected sessions. Let me just give a quick point. So how social media influencers can create, protect, leverage, and control their own personal brands, cannabis, and the coming wave of innovation. And also, you just mentioned Brant Pavetic a little bit earlier, uh, who will be helped to moderate with Dan Hare, Dr. Alan Shackelford, and Darren Kavanaki, Kavanaki of 100 No Cuffs on Stop the Madness, creating the new story of cannabis culture, which is what you're hoping to do is create a new story in Vegas for cannabis. Plus, Cloverleaf will have a boot camp there, building your career in cannabis. So much going on. Budtenderawards.com is where you can find all the information, social media, all that right there, correct? Yes. And don't forget to mention the party, though. Oh, now, I'll leave that up to you because you would know. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, this is probably, I, I should have mentioned this at the onset of the interview just to kind of, you know, feed a little, stay tuned. Let me tell you about the party. We should have done that at the beginning, but I'll tell you now, since here we are in real time, um, the party is going to be amazing. Um, one of our awards that we're going to be giving out at this event is a Lifetime Achievement Award to Cypress Hill. And Cypress Hill will wow. be in attendance and they will also be performing at our event Saturday night. Wow. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Cypress has been not only a personal favorite of mine, but um, for a variety of different reasons. I mean, you know, even put the music aside for a moment, there really have been some of the strongest, most vocal cultural lifestyle advocates, if you will, for cannabis since the early 90s, late 80s. It's like they just have stood the test of time. Um, they deserve an award from us and people much bigger than us, to, to say the least. So um, we're really excited to have them present uh, getting an award and performing for our crowd on Saturday night. Fantastic. So you have a green carb you're going to have set up for that. And you'll have, of course, like I said, just pr pr right after the Bud Tender Award ceremony at Light Night Club inside the Mandalay Bay. All of us there for all everybody to, to assume. That's fantastic. Keith, you, you sound like you have a great event for everybody to get ready to go ahead and be a part of this weekend. And really, thanks for putting this together. And, you know, I hope it goes extremely well. And like you said, we want to see future years. And I know if we can't make it this time around, I'm not sure who from our network can make it over this time around, but I know I'd love to be there next year. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, anybody who's heard this to come up and say hi to me if you can find me. And uh, having you guys there, it, it, it means a lot to all of us in, in this wonderful industry of ours. Great concept you put together, Keith. Once again, CEO of Round Meadow Holdings, founder of the Bud Tender Awards, Keith Allen here on Grassroots Marketing. Keith, congratulations again, budtenderawards.com. Make sure to go and check it out. Make sure to get yourself at the hotel. Be a part of the event, an inaugural event. It's worth making the trip. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Grassroots Marketing will return after we generate traffic to our generous sponsors. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got 
to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hey, Bink. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. We're back with more motivating marijuana monetization insights on grassroots marketing, only on CannabisRadio.com. And joining me now here on Grassroots Marketing, here on CannabisRadio.com, I'm joined by the Director of Client Accounts for Protus Global. If you are not familiar with the name Protus Global, you might be because they are the sponsors of our Plant Profits Program, which you can find here every week at CannabisRadio.com. I'm here with Frank Judd. Frank, thanks for joining us here on the network. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So, as Director of Client Accounts, we I know that uh, the program Plant Profits talks about areas in terms of recruiting and uh, global management. So I wanted to go ahead and, with you, while we have you on the line with us, to kind of go into a little more in depth into what Protus Global does and what your capacity is within the company. Sure, no, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that we kind of pride ourselves in is really more of that consultancy-based approach, right, when we get clients in the door. And right now, uh, as you know, with cannabis, there's there's a lot of newness, right? There's a a lot of infancy in the structure in which organizations are being brought on. Uh, So what we do is really kind of help them build a structure. Uh, My team in particular on the recruitment end of things is really responsible for going after that talent out in the market. Uh, So folks that have had kind of that history, right, uh, whether it be Alcbev or even within uh, food and beverage and even some other industries that could apply, but really building those infrastructures in both from sales and operation uh, focus, but now actually doing quite a bit within the finance realm as well. You actually worked with Ralph Loren on the company. Tell me real quick about <laughs> your capacity there. Absolutely. Very early on, first thing I did actually uh, out of college uh, for a very long time, really wanted to kind of be in that fashion realm. Uh, if you will, uh, actually had quite a few connections uh, from the University of Florida who had transitioned into uh, permanent roles within the corporate structure at Ralph Lauren. Uh, so interviewed uh, with them, kind of really started on the public relations marketing uh, side of their business. And, uh, you know, really anything from social media implementation, I was kind of on the team that started uh, their Instagram page, their Pinterest pages, their Twitter pages, all of that was a foreign concept <laughs> back in 2011 uh, when we started, uh, and that was really uh, kind of my my project, if you will. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I actually was training for one of my own podcasts that I do that's on the, called the Broadcasters Podcast. I actually had one person reach out to, and I haven't had a chance to get her to book on the show, but an interesting story about the fact that she works for Vogue International, or she did at the time, and she mm-hmm. was also just trying to get people. She was one of the few people that are able to go ahead and get an understanding of what was being done with Instagram and influencer marketing at that early stage that people were not really aware of. And at the moment, what do you think about what is being done with influencer marketing today in terms of how big brands like Ralph Lauren are now utilizing it today? Mm -hmm. And and overall, are they doing a good job by it? Have they definitely uh, made the trend and evolutionized? And have they picked it up? better than it than originally thought sure uh, really interesting I, I think a lot of what's happening in influencer marketing today is uh you know kind of not that dissimilar to what's happening in cannabis right it's, it's in the infancy there, there's just a lot of newness there's not a lot of things that you know you almost can't do i think people are creating careers out of what they can build from a social media platform so i think one of the biggest differences that you know from the time that i started to what i'm doing today Uh, And even what's happening in the space is that people are branding themselves, right? You are a brand. And they've kind of taken that and put it on and blasted it, right? So, you know, kind of if you want to think of, you know, back in the day, you bought into a brand, right? You bought into what they did. You were really interested in commercials. You were really interested in how they were going to represent themselves. And now people are taking that same model and building their own brand based on who they are, what they want to do, industries they want to either compete in or be prevalent in. And that's kind of where I see influencer marketing. You're, you're kind of branding an individual who either buys into what your brand sells, is doing, and you're kind of putting multiple people to kind of get a greater outreach, right, in ways that I think traditional marketing just couldn't when you think of big scale. Fantastic. Now, in your work right now, uh, what can you tell me about the – clients that you work with right now in terms of helping them find the right people to work with them for their businesses. Um, is there anything you can tell me in specifics who you work with right now? Not in terms of those companies, not to name them out, sure. but the kind of positions you're trying to seek for them and trying to find the right people for what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so really, uh, you know, our niche here, if you will, is food and beverage, uh, consumer packaged goods, and now kind of dabbling within, uh, no pun intended, uh, the cannabis space. And really, in terms of roles, I mean, we're really just helping them from a dynamic standpoint. I mean, it is a candidate-driven market today. Uh, That's pretty evident. Candidates today have a sort of power, so to speak, that they didn't quite have, you know, years ago. And one of the things that we really specialize in is making sure that we're kind of tying those puzzle pieces as to what's going to move the business forward, whether that's from a sales standpoint, whether that's marketing, you know, what is it that the business needs to do, right? If it's a business that in some situations is faltering in the marketplace, needs revitalization, needs kind of a newness to it, or is it a brand that's emerging, right? Is it an entrepreneurial kind of startup environment in which they kind of need folks on the floor level, but also a more strategic thinker who can kind of take the business from where it is and apply it to kind of the next stage of, of that specific industry. Um, and kind of lastly, you know, one of the major projects, I, I'll guess I'll say what we're doing today, uh, our bread and butter is that middle tier business, right? That company that's kind of doing well, you know, pretty substantiated, but needs kind of that oomph, if you will, to kind of become that next desired brand out in the U.S. market. 
And we've actually got quite a few projects now for businesses that you'll see within the next, I'd say, six, eight months, kind of boom from a $450 million business to about a $1 billion valuation. So that's really what we like to do. Our, our team really scales up when it's multi-project units that kind of place, if you will, the, the lead and then also help build that person's team out so that they have an entire department entity that can go execute on said strategy. Fantastic. So let's go ahead and wrap things up real quick. Uh, Frank, just go ahead and uh, take a minute to talk to our listeners again. Obviously, people can know they can look for Plant Profits, which is sponsored by Protus Global here on mm-hmm. the network. But again, how they can reach out to you and what your team's doing at Protus Global. Take a minute to talk to our listeners about a little more what about Protus Global does and how they can contact your team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we are a full-scale uh, search executive search firm. Uh, so anything from the actual search aspect from a person-to-person or company-company standpoint to brand marketing, um, anything in between those lines as well within consultancy, brand build-out, and even an evaluation of the current team and kind of stages as to how to continue to scope, right, within a company. And I'm available, you know, on LinkedIn if you kind of put in my name, Frank Judd. Not not a lot of Frank Judds out there, specifically in the Miami area. Uh, You could reach me there, uh, my email, fjudd at protusglobal. Uh, dot com and then of course uh, our website which has just been redesigned uh, you can familiarize yourself actually with the entirety of our team from business developers to the recruitment side of what we do uh, and then on Instagram I mean one of the things that we've done is definitely want to kind of take on that you know I don't want to call it a trend but that's what it is uh, on social media making sure that we're active in that respect as well fantastic again director of client accounts for Protus Global Frank Judd thanks for being with us here on Cannabis Radio much appreciated Oh, a pleasure. Thank you for having me. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.